Kia, official partner of the FIFA Women's World Cup 2023. This is Sports Day. Uh, yes, it is Sports Day for a Monday night edition with Sats and Ratton. What a massive weekend. Again, it is each and every every weekend. Of course, the NRL is only a shortened NRL, round 19. Uh, five games over the weekend. Some upsets also over that weekend. The cricket, the Ashes, of course, finished only over four days, which many mm. anticipated it would. And the UFC as well as an Aussie dominates overnight as well in, don't in forget, America. Don't forget the Aussie domination at Live Golf. Is Cam it on? Smith. Is it on at the moment? Yeah, he won. He won. Don't be like that, Sats. I oh, didn't yeah. even know it was on. It was on. And it was on free to wear on Channel 7. You could have watched it last night. Really? Yeah. Didn't even know. Cam Smith won by, by a shot and unfortunately missed a three-footer for the Is Rippers. Is day four today or? Day three. Oh, there's only three days. Yeah, That's yeah. right. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> You're a smart ass. Uh, right, thanks to Key, official partner of the FIFA Women's World Cup 2023 and World Gym Australia, improving lives through fitness. On the show tonight, well, we've got Queensland assistant coach Josh Hannay. This is on the back of the players, not speaking to anyone. So Josh Hannay is going to join us uh, to dissect what's going to happen in a couple of nights' time as well. He's a good guy, Josh Hannay. Very good coach as well. How are you, Daddy? You good? good? Yeah, good, boys. Yeah, going a good on? weekend? Yeah, yeah, pretty solid. was yeah. uh, up in Brisbane on uh, Friday. For anything special or? Yeah, yeah, uh, Moulin Rouge. Oh, the missile dragged you along to yeah, it. Yeah, mate. It was actually pretty good, eh? So my wife wants to go to that. Is it worth going to, is it? Oh, mate, I reckon you'd enjoy it, eh? Yeah? Yeah. Yeah, nice. Yeah. Uh, Kia Top 7 and uh, a lot of great performances over the weekend. None other than Alex Volkanovsky, who'll, who will also um, be involved in that Kia Top 7. He was outstanding yesterday in the UFC. Chris Nelson from Racing Queensland about what happened over the weekend as well. Cause, of course, there was the Rockhampton Cup on Friday and Saturday. Um, now, Rat, yep. outside of sport, your wife, Chloe, yep. birthday over the weekend. Birthday was it a weekend. milestone birthday? Or not? No. Oh, okay. No, but there's two days that I have to spoil her. Yeah. Um, I mean, I do it every day because yep. I'm a great husband. Exactly, yeah. Mother's yeah. Day and a birthday, mate. She's everything. And, um, yeah, we, we spent the night at the Langham and got the massage. It was actually really good for me. I said to her, can you have your birthday every day? I'm yeah, getting yeah, massages yeah. and staying in this beautiful hotel, eating beautiful food. And then, um, yeah, we had a big family get together on Saturday night. My, bro- my brother actually played. Uh, he's a musician. Yeah. So, yeah, we went, whole family went. I saw some play. footage on social media. I think it was Chloe's. Mm. It was your son, your son Max, who yep. does jiu-jitsu. Yeah. And you trying to wrestle him on yep. the edge of some... <laughs> on the edge of town at Talabudra Creek. Creek. And he just <laughs> ragdolled you. Yeah, he did. <laughs> What's he? He's six foot he's four. 16? He's 16? He's 17. He's six foot four, though, and he's... I'm five foot ten. <laughs> yeah, of course you are. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, he monsters me. It's, yeah. it's, it's not even a comp... I've laid down the sword, Sats. That, yeah. was, that was my last effort. Uh, so, so this still continues what's going on with Tino Fasul, Malawi, and David Fafita, who are free agents mm. outside of what happened over the weekend. We're reading as of over the last 24 hours, the Bulldogs are tabling what is led to be to believe $4 million deal and a share in a pub for Tino Fasul Malawi. Who put that in there? What? Is that you? The pub. What's the pub? That's 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 a part of the deal. That's a part of the so deal. So the Laundies. Yeah, yeah, the Laundies. Yeah, a part like they're going to you know, help him get into business. But any of that goes into the salary cap. This is what I want to talk about. Yeah. I, I'm, I'm like, but, but the league is constantly trying to stop ways for players to make money. Yeah. It just blows my mind. It's like, it's, it's like it's, if you're a player that has got a three-year contract, at the end of it you are promised a job within the rugby league department, that is also part of the cap. Part of the, the salary cap. Yeah. Yeah. It is, it is ludicrous. I, I mean, 
I get it. We've got a salary cap that we've got to follow and we've got to have some balance around mm. it. But, but every, like, I, I just like the, I like the thought of perhaps, you know, each club having the ability to pay someone whatever they want to pay them. Yeah. Maybe a marquee player, one or two players, a forward and a back, something like that. I mean, I just, it annoys me. Like there's a young guy, there's somebody wants, and they said they want to pay him a lot and they want to give him opportunity for his future. And he's, he can't say yes to it. I reckon if you can prove as a club and as an individual that you're going to do further education and studies around it, say, for example, if he's going to be involved in the pub game, the hospitality game, the mm. licensed premises game, that he would have to do some sort of uh, yeah, business training, yep. whatever it may be. If he, can cl- if he completes that and goes into business at the end of his career or post-career because of the opportunity the club gave him, mm. not a salary cap so you're like. My biggest fear for athletes is what, what they do after football. Yeah. Like, it's hard. It's difficult. It's, it's, it's hard. very difficult. And here's a perfect opportunity for the game to go, yep, all right, let's ratify this. Let's put this into um, a way that, you know, our players can, uh, you know, further educate themselves, go into business with someone who's in business, you know, who owns 30 pubs, who's going to help me get my foot in the door, who's going to give me that opportunity post my career, and the league goes, no, nah, can't do that. Yeah. It just it blows my mind. It really yeah, does. I know. I, know. I mean, the argument is there are other clubs that are far more influential with the contacts that they've got, i.e. the, the Roosters and the Broncos. Every club's got them now, Sats. Yeah, but you know Every what? Every club. You the, look at the Roosters. The game is a global game. It doesn't matter whether you're the Canberra Raiders to the Roosters. If you've got the right connections you should be able to entice. Absolutely. I mean, every club has got in- incredibly influential people being on their board or yeah. in their sponsorship portfolio. There is opportunities to really um, help players further themselves beyond footy. This is a perfect opportunity for that to happen and it'll get squashed. Like, yep. There's no question about yeah. it. Not that appealing for Tino though. I don't think. I, he doesn't strike me as a, a kind of bloke who wants to have a share in a pub. Like his family's on the Goldie, his brother's playing for the Titans. Yeah, it's about, no, it's about making as much money yeah. as you can. It's not. It's not a about short window. It's about an opportunity. Mm. You know, get around people who are successful, who have you know set themselves up for the rest of their life, and understand and learn, and and have an opportunity to put your foot in that door. Um, Hence, why a lot of players go to the Roosters and the Broncos, and the Broncos historically players played for less. Now there was all these rumours that there's this cash under the table deals, which. Yeah, were, there was no, never any evidence of that. There's only just rumours and hearsay. But you're around really successful businessmen and businesswomen that you can learn yeah. off. So, yeah. I, I remember, so, I remember like years ago, uh, you know, uh, when Shuey was uh, the salary cap auditor. Yeah. Yeah. It was almost like when he he'd stop a deal. He sort of like took joy in it. Yeah, he took joy in like oh, I'm not going to let that go through. Do you know, you know, I remember I like, Daniel Con. Remember when we started the Titans? Daniel yeah. Con was a good looking. He was a model away from rugby league, and he was also an NRL player as well. I've got a phone call from Ian Schubert saying, just want to let you know that the money that Daniel Conn has earned doing a dodo ad, internet services, will be coming under the salary cap. I said, why? He said, hello, he's an NRL player. Telstra is the, is the major sponsor of the NRL. I said, no, but, but he's doing the ad as a model. He's not doing it as a Daniel yeah, Conn. It doesn't say Daniel Conn, Gold Coast Titan. So he said, <laughs> no, too bad. It's, yeah, it's one, it's a conflict like- of interest, and two, it's a... You know, it's it's earning something because yeah. of your, your rugby league status. So, um, yeah, but just before we get to the break, 
uh, in relation to Tino and for feeder. Jimmy Lenahan, their interim coach, after the game yesterday. This is what he had to say about both those players. One thing I do know, Dave and Tino are very happy blokes and very happy at training. So if there's one thing I know about happy people, they love where they're at. They, I think they love the Gold Coast. They certainly love the Titans. And at this point in time, they're contracted to us and we're very happy that they're contracted to us and hope, you know, I don't think they'll go. I don't see them leaving. Definitely Tino. For feeder, on the other hand, could earn anywhere upwards of an extra 300000 a year. Yeah, I'd just be, I'd be keeping, I wouldn't even be commenting on it if I was Jimmy Lenahan. I, yep. I'd, I'd be just saying, look, you know, we'll deal with that behind closed yeah. doors. I mean, coming out and saying, oh, they're happy and I don't think they'll go, like, you know, they're going your face. Yeah, exactly. Uh, that was your rugby league and sports update. All thanks to our mates at Mitre 10 Trade, the local business that values having yours. That's why the trade trusts Mitre 10. Up next, we're going to talk to Queensland assistant coach Josh Hannay. Kia, official partner of the FIFA Women's World Cup 2023. This is Sports Day. We'll be back in a moment. Kia, official partner of the FIFA Women's World Cup 2023. This is Sports Day. Sats, uh, he's fresh from a junket in Cairns last week where no doubt the boys visited Prawn Stars. Great prawns on the wharf there in Cairns. Playpen, I wonder if the playpen's still there. And what's the other one? Rattle and rum? Rattle and hum. Rattle and hum, yeah. yeah. No doubt they visited all those wonderful spots whilst promoting the wonderful game of rugby league in Cairns. Assistant coach to the Queensland Maroons. And I reckon... Undoubtedly, the number one interim head coach in rugby league, Josh Hannay, joining us on Sports Day. G'day, Josh. Hey, evening, guys. Thanks for the intro. <laughs> did you did you get to Prawn Stars? You must have. No, I didn't. I, I've never heard of that place. We went to a couple of, obviously, there's a lot of nice places down up there on the Esplanade, but um, that wasn't one of them. But um, awesome uh, couple of days up there for us to, to engage with the community in the far north that, doesn't always get to uh, engage with their heroes and, their, and, their, and the, the stars of our game. And I, it, was a, it was a really good couple of days. And I've got to commend our players for the way they went about it. Um, they, they, they really gave themselves up for the, for the couple of days and made sure that, you know, the experience was as good as it could possibly be. I heard, Joshy, that uh, the hammer, Hamaso Tabuai Fido, was, a, was very popular. Oh, a rock star up there, mate. Yeah, he's... Um, he's He's such a likeable uh, young lad, and the fact that he's from the area uh, certainly had uh, a lot of locals coming out to, to, to see him, among others. Um, and and again, he the way he carried himself for the for the couple of days up there, God knows how many autographs he signed or how much time he he actually gave up to make sure that yeah he got around to everyone that wanted a, a piece of him, so to speak. So um, yeah, he's, he's a rock star up there, that's for sure. So you win the series, and you're going into the game three. Did Billy address the coaching staff, yourself and Nate Miles and, and everyone that's involved and say, listen, we know that we won the series, but the vibe is no different when we come into camp or is there a different vibe knowing that you've won the series? Yeah, it's the, it's the magic question, I, I reckon. That's, and, and the reality is we won't know until probably 20 minutes into Wednesday night. Mm. Um, we, you know, there's certainly an awareness about it. I, I think what... You know, I'd like to think what's going to hold us in good stead is if you go back to game two, um, there was a lot of chat around complacency going into that game for us as well because 
you know, we were normally the underdogs going in into these contests, and we were the, I think, one of the shortest price favourites in the history of, of State of Origin, and, and you know, so that word was being bandied around a little bit. You know, where are we going to be complacent going into that contest, given we were such favourites? And I think, you know, you look at the performance and the way we uh, went about that game, uh, there was certainly no sign of complacency. So you'd like to think, um, yeah, that, that'll hold us in good stead. Uh, as I say, it's something we're aware of. It's not something we talk about a whole lot, to be really frank with you. We really we really knuckled down with our preparation and our process and, and it's held us in good stead for the last sort of year and a bit that we've been involved. So we're going to try and be really consistent going into this game with our messaging and our preparation because, as I say, we, we've got a lot of confidence in the way we, we prepare uh, for each game. I just I just love, as a New South Wales supporter, I just love what I see coming out of Queensland, particularly amongst the leadership group. Everyone seems calm, relaxed, and I know you get that feeling like when you're winning. Winning helps, right? But I look across the board, and as a Blues supporter, I have no faith in New South Wales at the moment. It looks frantic. There's lots of changes. Do you guys talk about the, the amount of changes to the New South Wales team going into Game 3? And, and and do you make anything of it, Josh? Your thoughts on their team? Uh, yeah, listen, I think that's, a, I guess, a couple of your questions there. First and foremost, their team. I think this idea that, um, that you know, they've... Only their best 17 is good enough is, is a ridiculous notion. They've got such great depth in New South Wales. And whatever team they pick, right or wrong, and, you know, there's always going to be debate and speculation about um, the teams that are picked. It was We had our fair share of questions around us when we came into game one. There was some, some selections made that, you know, people external to the group didn't necessarily agree with or, or they or they didn't support, but... Uh, we made those selections in really good faith, and I think they've all panned out to to be really, uh, really worked out really well for us. But so I think with the Blues, like they're a great side, and and I, and I know they've made a number of changes uh, going into this game, and it's probably been forced upon them. You know, obviously losing the first two games, they've probably felt a need for for change and some drastic change. Um, and then the other, I guess, part of your question is we don't, and it's a cliched answer, or no, we don't sit around talking about. Uh, what's going on in the Blues' backyard. We, As I say, I've touched on before, with our preparation, we, we feel like we have a real focus on ourselves, making sure that our guys are, are really clear on, on what they need uh, to do on Wednesday night. Uh, we talk about having full hearts and clear minds, and, and uh, we'll continue to go down that path with our preparation about making sure that we're um, giving ourselves the best chance to be at our very best uh, Wednesday night. You've um, been an assistant coach to a lot of great head coaches and you've played that interim role of a head coach a lot yourself. What have you learned from, from Billy? Uh, it's a really good question. I think um, one of the things he has that I think all the great coaches have, he's a wonderful communicator, uh, very clear with his messaging. There's no confusion uh, amongst anyone as to what's expected of them. Um, he's very diligent. Like he, he he dives into the game extremely well. He he spends a lot of time um, just, I guess, peeling back the layers of the layers and layers and layers that exist. Uh, whether it's analysing an opposition player or or looking at our own players, he's he's so um, he's so diligent with that that part of his coaching and. And and I think Keith as well. He's he, he's got a lot of respect. He's got lots of so many runs on the board, um, given what he was able to achieve as a player. And I think when Bill gets up in front of the room and talks, people listen because it's coming from a guy that's done it at the highest level. But as I say, it's also 
communicated very clearly, and um, that that combination certainly um, makes him a, you know an exceptional coach. Tell you what, I went down and watched one of your ball work sessions just from a distance. I think it was going into game two. I think it was Josh, and he was running some of the post sessions as a fullback, Billy. I, with Reese Walsh out and Ponga make himself available, if yeah. AJ would have been out, I'll tell you what, it wouldn't have been such a bad replacement. <laughs> oh, mate, I tell you, we watch him when he gets out there, like as myself um, and Smithy and us old sort of heads who can hardly break out of a jog these days. And we're watching Billy and he's moved, he moves like he did when he played. He's, he's, a, he's amazing in that regard. Now, Corey Horsburgh. I love him. He's just a throwback. And I know you'd love him as well, Josh, because I read with interest that he's taken anger management advice from Gordon Tallis. <laughs> How does that work? Yeah, that's that's uh, that's an odd odd sort of pairing, I would say. He'd be the last guy to be going to for anger management lessons, right? Um, but, mate, he's, he's a champion young fella. Um, he's, a, he's a really good story. Uh, had a little bit to do with Corey. Um, a few years ago, he was in the under-20 system at the North Queensland Cowboys and always, um, you know, almost one of his strengths has also been one of his weaknesses in his sort of formative years in that real aggressive young bloke, plays with a lot of passion and, and certainly it's taken him a little period of time to to rein that in a little bit and, and utilise it as to his benefit and, and, and utilise it as a strength of his because certainly there was a period of uh, time where it was... Um, it was um, holding him back a little mm. bit, so to speak. So I think he's been able to rein that in. He's, he plays a lot more measured now, and yeah, he's a wonderful story. He's he's um, he's worked really hard on him, not only his game, but he's worked really hard on himself. And uh, it's a credit to him, and uh, he deserves to be here. Now, before we let you go, mate, thank you very much for taking time out to join us, Josh. He's always a good chat. Uh, on your your coach, your head coach of the Cronulla Sharks, Craig Fitzgibbon, we always talk to your players about if they're late for training or do something wrong. Apparently, they've got to do a jujitsu roll with him. Have, has the coaches ever had to do that with him at all or not? Mate, he's offered for me a few times uh, to come and join him uh, in one of his little jiu-jitsu sessions. And I've I've sat back and watched those sessions and I'm never, ever going to get involved in a jiu-jitsu session with him. I can tell you that right now. <laughs> Fantastic. Just squeeze your head off, yeah. <laughs> yeah, wouldn't he, what? Yeah. Mate, it's brutal. It's brutal, yeah. <laughs> no, not, it's not good. Hey, uh, good luck Wednesday night. I'm even saying that as a Blues supporter. Uh, game three, state of origin. You don't mean that. <laughs> I know. I'm, you know what? I'm actually shattered, Josh. I don't well, that's know. what origin's <laughs> about. It's about emotion. That's I what it's a, all about. I was in Bali for game two, got abused by a chicken ooboot in, in Lycra pants. I'm <laughs> never coming back from that. Oh. Yeah, people you ruined my holiday. If you're in Bali getting abused. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you ruined my holiday. Hey, uh, game three, Wednesday night. Best of luck uh, to the Maroons, and uh, you can catch that game here on SEN. Thanks, Josh Henney, uh, the assistant coach at the Maroons. Thanks, thanks for your time. Kia, official partner of the FIFA Women's World Cup 2023. This is Sports Day. We'll be back in a moment. Kia, official partner of the FIFA Women's World Cup 2023. This is Sports Day. Tough, hard, rugged, grit, no nonsense. It's the stuff that makes a player the weekly workhorse. And Matt Rogers would never be described as any of those. (laughs) Hard worker Monday thanks to Boom, delivering lifting solutions with scale 
and precision. Precision. So the hard work of Mondays uh, is about the players over the weekend that uh, they battled, battled for their sides, whether they won or they lost. Um, I'll throw one really quickly. There's Sean Johnson's wife. Mm. He looked like he was going to have to stay behind because of the birth of the second child. That's right. But his wife said, you know what? You go. We yep. got this. She's yeah. a hard worker. That's awesome. She's a hard yeah, worker. God bless her. What, yeah, are you, yeah, yeah. what have you got, Rat? I've got Luke Metcalf. Luke Metcalf um, really stood up on the weekend. Uh, Sean Johnson um, played a, a secondary role to, yeah, yeah. to Luke Metcalf on the weekend. And it just shows when you come up against the Warriors – there's not just one guy you've got to look out for. That's such a worry for a team when you come up against an opposition where they've got two direct points of attack that you've got to worry about. Um, yeah, had a fantastic game. It was outstanding. You also you mentioned oh, Jaden yeah. Campbell. Jaden Campbell. In a losing I, side. I mean, 300 plus meters and just. I think it's like 351 yeah, meters. He's got to be in the side. I just, you know, I, I've said at the start of the year, I, I think. Um, <laughs> I said AJ Brinson could be, could be the best 14 in the comp. Come on, yeah. that's ridiculous. Exactly. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you, Daddy Vass. I'll just put him in, in at 13. Play him as a loose forward oh. and just let him play anywhere. Let him do what he wants. He's the best player in the side. Oh, yeah, so look, put him on there. Put him in the middle and let him do what he wants. You're not going to burn him out with defence. No, nah, just defend him on, right on the edge. <laughs> right on the edge. Oh, God. Oh, pu- push, push Aaron Schulp in. He's just a big lump. Push him in. Put him out there. Oh, he got stood up again on the weekend. Yeah, so bring him in tighter. Yeah. I say Toby Sexton went down to the Bulldogs on the Monday and then as part of their resurgence from being beaten by 66 the week before. So um, yeah, Great that, effort. Great, great outstanding. Effort. Yeah, he great was really good. Yeah, weekly workhorse brought to you by Boom, highly experienced in lifting services across construction, energy, infrastructure, and also the mining industries. Kia Top 7 up next. Kia, official partner of the FIFA Women's World Cup 2023. This is Sports Day. We'll be back in a moment. Kia, official partner of the FIFA Women's World Cup 2023. This is Sports Day. The award-winning seven-seat Kia Sorento. It's the Kia Top 7 on Sports Day. Yeah, Kia, the official partners of the FIFA Women's World Cup 2023. About to start the Women's World Cup. Very exciting. And outside rugby league, some great performances over the weekend. Number seven, Rat. Number seven, uh, the great Sione Katoa. Great finisher for the Sharks. It's a hat-trick. Uh, over an understrength tight. Poor oh. right-hand side in the meantime. Kennedy oh. goes away to Ramey and picked up Katoa. Contort. Katoa, Katoa. Oh. Scores in the corner. <laughs> Sharks on the board. Davey Warner got four. And now Katoa gets four. Yeah, they did enough, didn't they, the Tigers? Number six, this kid has been likened to another Cameron Murray at South Sydney Rabbitohs. Talis Duncan came off the bench. Full field effort from kickoff till under the post. It's Talis Duncan. Straight through for South. Yeah, he is going to be a star. Tell us, Duncan. Yeah, well, this this young man is is a star. Luke Metcalf um, for the for the Warriors showed what he can do with a dazzling display against the Eels with a double and a hand in everything. Last tackle. Metcalf sizes it up, takes the ball, reaches out and scores. Luke Metcalf gets over. I can't believe the Sharks let him go. To be honest. Yeah, they they had Braden Trindle there. That, that, that I mean, obviously, you know, they had Nico Hines in their sights and. 
Yeah. Moylan's the one that's taking up a lot of their salary caps, yeah. so I suppose they had to, to mm. bank on him. Number four, what a what a game this young man had. Blake Wilson, they got beaten by 66 last week, the Bulldogs. They come out and they beat the Bunnies, and this man got a hat trick. Now for Sexton, drifts across, gets the ball away. Burns does the same, back to Wilson! Wilson has three! Wilson! Name a volleyball after him! <laughs> mm. uh, reference to Castaway yeah, there, number yeah. three. Oh, well, number three, All Blacks. Uh, hammer, they hammer the, Puma, the Pumas in Argentina. 41 points to 12. Ollie McKenzie sets up Bowden Barrett with the old runaround play. Now the All Blacks are wrapped around again. And Bobby McKenzie accelerating into space. Clears it away. Barrett. Bowden Barrett's in. Super slick. McKenzie with his depth and his speed. There wasn't a highlight for the Wallabies, unfortunately. Smashed by the Springboks. Number two, the Kiwi. Dan the Hangman Hooker. Now, if you watch the UFC yesterday, this Kiwi, well, it was in one of the fights of the year and he had a, a great victory in the end. This pick, did you break your arm at some point in the fight? Just a scratch. We have to see. <laughs> Broke his arm during the have fight. Have you seen the x-ray? Yeah. Snapped, clean yeah. through. And won the fight and had blood all over him. It was, it was oh, amazing. It was tough. outstanding. Outstanding it, it was. At uh, number one, Alex the Great Volkanovski returns to the undisputed UFC featherweight belt with a convincing win against Mexican Rodriguez. Fought with a chip bone in his elbow. Yeah. Requires immediate surgery. Yeah. I, I, I just his dominance in that division. It's like it's, he's got no one to fight. It's almost like boring. It's like oh, he's just gonna. I, I was worried about this fight. Watching the highlight to Rodriguez prior, I'm like this guy's long and can, lean. Yeah, and he can throw mm. strikes from anywhere. So he is that dominant. The UFC CEO Dana White has said you got a green light, which has only been given to Connor and Ronda Rousey. Yeah, where he's basically said you can pick your destiny. What you want to do? Do you want to go up to lightweight? Do you want to fight someone else in featherweight? We're not going to stand in your way. He's got to fight Makachev again, doesn't he? Yeah, the lightweight. Like that that, yeah. that would be amazing to see that fight. But I I will say, um, yeah, he he's just that impressive, and 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 I still think criminally underrated in this country. Yeah, I, I just don't think people understand. Like, like I, I think people rate Tim Zhu more than they rate yeah, you're uh, right. Alexander. You're right. Um, the greatest featherweight of all time. In contact sport. Yeah. Amazing. Mm. The award-winning seven-seat Kia Sereno brings you the Kia Top 7. Kia, the official partner of the FIFA Women's World Cup 2023. Chris Nelson from Racing Queensland will join us next. Kia, official partner of the FIFA Women's World Cup 2023. This is Sports Day. We'll be back in a moment. Kia, official partner of the FIFA Women's World Cup 2023. This is Sports Day. Time for a racing update for Racing Queensland. Queensland is your place to race this year. Uh, it's always racing and the racing action continues every day across the Sunshine State. And remember, what are you really gambling with? And one of the, I think it's one of the most exciting two days on the regional, the regional racing calendar, and that is the Rocky Cup, which was... Raced over Friday, Saturday, just gone. And this man, Chris Nelson, was all over it. How are you, Nelson? 
I'm going well, thanks, Sats. Uh, good evening to you and good evening, Matty. Mm. Uh, yeah, it was a good couple of days at Rocky by all reports. Good Master trail. Jamie won the big mm. one. Yeah, Master Jamie won for the second year in a row. He's an absolute uh, legend up that way. Uh, he carried, uh, I think it was 59 or 59 and a half. He carried 67 and a half in his previous run. So that drop in weight helped. He went straight to the front and they never got uh, they never got their chance to run him down. He was far too good for them. So two years in a row, Master Jamie. I'm sure he'll be back again next year. Well, I think we're going to have to organise an outside broadcast for this Rocky Cup, Sats. We'll have to get up there and experience oh. it firsthand. But, but well, uh, Nelson, what, what's what's going on this week, mate? What have we got on the on the on the cards? Well, we've got uh, racing tomorrow at Cairns. No, not a bad place for an OB uh, either. That one, uh, Cairns <laughs> tomorrow. We race at uh, we race at Dubin on Wednesday, Ipswich on Thursday, Mackay on Friday. Now it's the Mackay Newmarket on Friday. Now, the Mackay Cup is the following Saturday. So this Friday, the new market. Saturday week is the Mackay Cup. We race at Eagle Farm in town on Saturday. We race at the Gold Coast Polytrack, Aquas Park. We've got a Saturday uh, TAB meeting at Gympie this week, which is something different. I might head up there. It's only 50 minutes up the road. Um, racing in the Twilight Zone at Toowoomba. And of course, we're back to the Sunshine Coast on Sunday. A couple of country cups. They're not TAB meetings, but Hewenden and Ingham. If you're in those areas, it's Cup Day at Hewenden and Ingham. So support the local uh, community and the local town and get out to the Cup. You said Gimpy, that's Tino Fasso, oh, Malawi territory. Now, Rat, off air, you asked a really interesting question to me <laughs> when it was the Brisbane tracks, yep. the way they race, which yep. is clockwise. Yeah, that's right. And in Melbourne, they race anti-clockwise. Now, yeah, can yeah. you throw your question to Chris, please? Yeah, yeah. I want to know, do they ever just go, right, oh, let's run them the other way this week? Or would the horses be too confused? Because they well, go no. from track to track. Why can't they do that? Because they have to move the winning post. They'd have to move well, the, no. uh, the 100 metre sign. The two. They'd have to oh, do too much yeah, to get that yeah. to happen. Yeah, I get that. Well, why don't they just put the up... grandstand? Just put up a... No- <laughs> yeah, good point. <laughs> yeah, yeah, fair point. Oh, fair such point. an idiot. Fair point. Oh, mate. There's a lot of work to be done just to do that. But look, the question should be, why do we race in different directions in different yeah. states? Yeah, what, 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 really? Well, is that um, just how it started 100 years ago and they just kept it that way? I actually. have no idea, but... It's, it's a good question. I'll try and find out the answer to that. But, I mean, if we're racing in Brisbane or racing in Queensland or New South Wales, we race uh, clockwise. And the other way, Perth, Adelaide, Melbourne, Tasmania, uh, Darwin, Alice, they're all anti-clockwise. Well, Tasmania, so, they race crossways. Yeah, they yeah, do everything apart. different. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Check out racingqueensland.com.au for where Queensland is racing today. Thanks, Nelson. Talk to you on Wednesday, Thursday. Thursday, guys. Look forward to it. What are you really gambling with? And for free and confidential support, visit gamblinghelponline.org.au. Kia, official partner of the FIFA Women's World Cup 2023. This is Sports Day. We'll be back in a moment. Kia, official partner of the FIFA Women's World Cup 2023. This is Sports Day. Yeah, let's finish the show off. We didn't even get to talk about the Ashes, the third Ashes. The Aussies, the Aussies are now still leading 2-1 going into the fourth test. It makes it very, very juicy. But my mm. moment from the weekend, without a doubt, I was so excited about the UFC. Alex Volkanovsky. Yeah, yeah. Well, mine was Cam Smith winning the Live event. Didn't even know it was on. Oh, because, mate, you're just a hater. Yeah. That's what you are. Yeah. Let's... <laughs> I hope you had a great Monday. I hope you have an even better night. And we'll talk to you tomorrow night.